Are you the kind of dad who's traveled out of the country to places like China, South Korea, Iran, and Italy, or domestically to Westchester County, New York, and Washington State? Do you have a cough, a sniffle, have you been sneezing, and do you have a fever? Well, then this is the podcast for you. We are the podcast that not only celebrates suburban dad life, but social distancing even before it was in vogue. We are bad to the dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. And in spite of all the hysteria and hoo-ha that is going on, let's calm down, people. We're back in the den. It has been sanitized and sterilized. I don't know if Coach Randy's been sterilized, but the den certainly has. Coach Randy, Adam D., Coach Randy, good morning. It's good not only to be with you, but to be deciding that we are going to go on with this podcast. We are going on with the podcast. We made a decision that neither rain nor sleet nor snow or coronavirus... Or, or guest cancellations. <laughs> COVID-19 <laughs> uh, or guest cancellations, which of course we understand. Um, but yes, this place has been sterilized, uh, maximized, reanalyzed, lysolized. Oh wow, you sound um, like an 80s rap. you yeah. like Cool Mo D? Are you uh, Cool Mo D right throwing, now? Throwing the rap down, huh? Uh, cool Mo D, LL Cool J, ladies yeah. love. Um, so yeah, no, I'm here. We have uh, an appropriate distance between the two of us. Yeah. Although we always have had appropriate distance between yes, the two of us. Yes. Yeah. It's not like we're right on top of you each know, other for reasons beyond you coronavirus. Know, so I, I always thought it was because there's some kind of odor that I might have been emanating. But the truth be told is we were already practicing what we now know as the sociological phenomenon of social distancing. And that is why we are healthy male steeds. Yes. As the case may be. As, absolutely, because that is important for us to. Uh, Acknowledge the fact that we were living social distancing before it became a thing. We are actually probably trendsetters in that uh, in that part. Speaking of healthy, sanitized, sterilized, but super powerful sponsors. Hey, and I'm glad you bring that up. I was yeah. thinking about our latest and most uh, relevant sponsor is Becky Berman. Becky Berman. Berman Branding. Berman Branding at BermanCS.com. You know what? While you're sitting home doing nothing, thinking about your next business plan... Thinking about your next logo, graphic design, you know who you need to call? You call Becky Berman. You call Becky Berman, bermancs.com, because she can work for you from home while you're trying to figure out what's your next move. And especially if you're an entrepreneur and you have a work-from-home business, mm -hmm. there's no ideal partner, no more an ideal partner than, than Becky Berman. Website marketing, offline marketing, and of course, graphic design. And we know she's great at graphic design because she created... Bone Daddy. Daddy. And by the way, I really uh, appreciated and enjoyed your, uh, um, your recent post on Facebook and Instagram with the uh, Bone Daddy and the... Oh, the, the mask? And the mask. And the, the dancing Purells? The dancing Purells. And so, frankly, I, I was rather impressed with your, your ability. And I understand that it wasn't Perry, your marketing director, our marketing director at, uh, uh, at, at home. Actually, something you did that. Yeah, it's something I found on, on Instagram. I was just piggybacking off the brilliance that... Becky Berman had already provided us with the Bone Daddy graphic design and tons of memes now, of course, toilet paper, paper yeah. towels, hand sanitizers, and, and of course, the, the face mask. And uh, it was very nice. I'm, I'm going to give you a bow. Okay. A good bow. Not, not a high five. Yes, I'm going to yes, give you a so. bow for doing a very nice job on that and that you're uh, hanging out with the cool kids. Yeah. <laughs> I learn a lot from the cool kids now. I used to be one of them. Now I'm yeah, learning from now them. Now you're learning from them. And of course we have our media partners tapintu.net yes. and now tapintu.net has been 
outstanding with providing as much up-to-the-minute coverage yeah. of how people can stay safe mm -hmm. and how members of our community are taking action mm -hmm. during the COVID-19 coronavirus outbreak or, or hysteria. I don't know if I'd call it an outbreak here. We have cases, but not yeah, thousands Yeah, I, th I think there's uh, seven cases in Essex County. Yeah. We know that there are 30 cases in Bergen, in particular in Teaneck, yeah. which is a nice little small town. But we'll have to admit that uh, it's going to come eventually here to so, West Orange. So, so to that point, go to yeah. tapinto.net. Hit the drop down, click the town in which you live, and you'll get updates from all of your elected officials, non-elected officials that are in a position of authority. And you're also seeing how members of our community are pitching in. So let me give you an example. Give me an example. In in West Orange, yes. the beloved hamlet that, that we live in, a couple of restaurants have stepped up. So our school system, our public school system, and I think even our, our private schools have gone on, on a break or mm -hmm. gone on to a virtual learning scenario correct now what happens in those cases is certain kids who are on meal plans right correct. subsidized meal plans or government provided meal plans they will not get them because they will not then they will come to school. school and sometimes it's not just one meal it's actually two it's breakfast yeah. and lunch correct that they won't get so isn't it nice certain restaurants in our town like fortissimo which mm -hmm. is one of our favorite pizzerias and italian yep. restaurants and pepe's which provides um, kind of mounds and mounds Latin, of food, Latin, Latin uh, food, you know, your Cuban chicken, sandwiches, your chicken, your ribs. ribs. Yeah. And it just, it just comes in a mound of food. They don't, they don't, they, they pile it on over there. Get your money's worth there. Yeah. So, so these guys are going to be providing meals to kids 14 and younger, either discounted meals or free meals yeah. throughout the duration of this period when kids are not going to be at school. And I don't know how long that's going to be. So I'd recommend going to Fortissimo's site as well as Pepe's barbecue site and find out what the story is if, in fact, you're affected. You know, and most importantly, what I found it, uh, which I think is most important because we're going to talk a lot about this, especially with dads and dads staying home, is liquor stores are going to deliver. Oh. Yes. Wow. So in uh, in case that you need your uh, your your liquor to continue flowing that uh, they're going they're offering free delivery. We are safe. So as yes. I call it, the medicine stores, <laughs> the medicine stores are delivering. And I actually hit a liquor store yesterday because yes. if you go to my Facebook page, yeah. you see we were experimenting with a, a certain milkshake yes. that may require oh, I did see peanut that. butter yes. whiskey. Yes. So went went to the local liquor store and it was it was mobbed. Yes. It was packed. People need their listen. People got to be home. For, for a couple this weeks. This is what's and, keeping uh, people well adjusted. You know, but uh, yeah, but as far as to put closure on, tap into it. Uh, very important. We love that partnership. And as you know, this past week, in my Google Chrome every morning, you know, if I click on my Google uh, website, whatever thing, it pops yeah. up, I get local news that is right. important. And th what I see, there's an article about last week's episode with Bowie McBurson. Mm -hmm. I showed it to him. Like, I love when that stuff happens. Uh, I do a lot of speaking and sometimes... Those things come up too on the feed, and just find it to be uh, somewhat uplifting that uh, we're hitting the masses. Yes, uplifting and informative, and we thank Jessica and Danielle again mm -hmm. for giving us this platform. Which is why we're here today. Which is why we're here today. We're not going to deny our listeners. No, no, we're going to be another vehicle of, of information and, and even entertainment. You know, if we provide some comedy, comic relief or if we provide just another angle that you may not have thought of in all of this coronavirus discussion, we're happy to provide that. Um, I don't know what your week was like. I was in Cleveland. Yes, you were always you you were out and about and I wasn't uh, about flying I, I, and I went airports. to went to airports and yeah. I and I was airborne and on airlines and it's so funny when I booked my ticket, 
I had to be on standby for a seat going out there. Yeah. And then coming home, when I was choosing my seat, it was the same thing. And by the time it was time to fly out. Nobody there. And then time to fly home, there were 15 to 20 people on the airplane. Wow. So you had your your pick of, of anywhere to sit. Oh, my goodness. So people are like lying across rows, which is a little disgusting given what we're talking about here. But they, they thought this was like an air lounge. Yes. And it's just sit where you want. Now, did you, did you come in yeah. with your, your handy wipes and your rubber? Yeah, wipes no, and, I did. I have yeah. a, a portable uh, hand sanitizer yeah. dispenser. I have they didn't all take of my that Lysol away from you wipes. Nope. TSA. Nope. They get it. They get yeah. it as long as it's the, the small right size and you yeah. put it through security. You're yeah. you're in good shape. Now, of course, both times I was randomly selected for well, of course, for screening. because you are clearly the uh, the typical um, individual that might very well be a, a I guess a vagrant or a a, a deviant rather. One, one time they check my hands, and yeah. the second time they check my computer, and I said, "Well, I should play the lottery." Absolutely. They make it's, you turn left or right and cough. Not quite, but I get why they did it. <laughs> Have you ever had one of those full body? No, but uh, clearly you're speaking from experience, <laughs> well, I, and, they, they, and you're they, smiling they, too. No, so I guess you enjoyed it. They, they tell me I'm just let you know. I'm my hands down your belt. And they go oh, all... They, yeah, yeah, no, they I, I have not and gotten a perimeter search. Yes, and I laugh because it kind of tickles. Yeah, well, I know you enjoy that kind of attention. And this is all legal, too. <laughs> Apparently so. Yeah. Uh, coach, I got home. Yes. And, you know, it was nice. So the, the kids were off because Friday they were off. Yes. And uh, Michelle works from home. So they pick me up and we get into the house and Michelle says, stay on the landing and strip. Ooh. And I'm like, well, wow, this, that's nice. This is my lucky day. Absolutely, but I mean, the kids are on. I'd say between us and the kids, in the so room. So that's what made me a little curious. Yes. Apparently, it had nothing to do with anything pleasure oriented. Snap. And it was just strip, put your clothes in the laundry basket. I'll throw you a towel, start a laundry, and get in the shower. <laughs> and that's I where the, the conversation visual. ended. I love the visual. Yeah, well, I'm, you know, not, <laughs> not trying hi, to make honey, it that kind of show. Not honey, it's good to see you. I'm glad you went home yeah. safely. Stop, strip. You were you were in an airport. You were on a plane. I don't know what what, what kind what of was clinging to your clothing, and you were right way all week. You were staying bum, in a hotel room. Bow bow. No, not that. it was really more the just the dun, 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 of the washing machine <laughs> of the washing machine. So that's, including your sneakers. That's what I came home to. Including your sneakers. No, not the sneakers. That's yeah. that's where we we drew the line. Well, I'm glad you made it home safely. But yeah. you work in a very uh, interesting industry. Because you work with nurses. I'm, I'm in the nursing industry. I'm I'm in healthcare. I am on the front line. Well, the, the people that I work with are yeah. on the front lines. So I was, I'm waiting for the call to say all non-essential personnel, all non-clinicians yeah. stay home. But it's yeah. not happening. In fact, uh, this week I have to do orientation. We have new people, new clinicians. They need in. them because I imagine yeah. they need tons of nurses. So they, they have to be taught and yeah. they have to be informed and, and they have to be welcomed. And I'm actually going through all of these contingency plans because... Many schools are closed or going to this virtual, you know, sort of learn from home yes. kind of scenario. So many of our nurses are moms. Yes. Yeah. Many are dads as well. And so they're, they're stuck at home because... They're stuck at home and they cannot be assigned to home health visits. So now we're going through all these contingency plans where we're going to get per diems through agencies, but also call upon our retired oh, nurses. nurses and home health aides to see if they can pitch in uh-huh. from time to time. So... Those of you listening, and I know that many people who are listening are in the coverage area for the yeah. nursing association that I work with, um, we will will always send somebody. You will always get the care that you need. Now, talking out the other side of our mouth, it's, yeah. well, we also expect a reduction in our patient caseload because 
a lot of elective surgeries yes, like arch, knees yeah. and hips, those, arch, those replacements yeah, aren't going to happen. So yeah. we may not need as many nurses and home health aides as we thought, physical therapists, occupational therapists. So I'm going in Monday after yes. a week away from being in the office to... Not knowing what to no, expect. No, no, I'm on roller skates. I'm not really sure what's going to be You're like happening. on roller skates, on ice, carrying a tray of food on top of your hands and both heads, trying to balance everything. And there's a dancing monkey on top of my hand. I don't a, know why I said that. I just think a dancing monkey is... A clapping monkey. Yeah, I think yeah. if you want to make a story more colorful, yeah. you add a monkey. Yeah, you can't go... Speaking of monkeys, I know this is a crazy transition. I hear that so often. <laughs> speaking about monkeys, I believe this is a true story, and I don't want to, uh, you know, promote... Uh, falsehoods but i'm almost positive i think there's communities like in thailand thailand <laughs> in thailand out in the asian countries yeah. but maybe it's not in china that where when there were lots of tourists and visitors people would feed these monkeys bananas mm -hmm. and so the monkeys were there but with all monks of people you kind of they kind of just fell into the landscape but now these places are barren and there's nobody feeding bananas but yet these monkeys are still coming out. Monkeys are hungry. Looking for the bananas, and it's like an attack of the monkeys. It is the most bizarre thing. That's, it's attack of the planet of the apes. And so you, you've got you got uh, contagion, or the movie Contagion, yeah. right? You know, juxtaposed the planet of the apes. When you had outbreak, too. Yes, remember the outbreak? outbreak? You know, that so, whole disease started yes. in that northern California town because of a monkey. Yes, you know. So we're we're living in this time where we're actually watching a movie play itself out. Mm -hmm. But this is no movie. Well, just tell the monkeys, I'm sorry, we have no bananas. <laughs> but it's, we, we have no, no bananas, bananas today. today. See, that's what makes it so special. You're bad and the dead. We, we look for those moments. We know stupid lyrics. Stupid song <laughs> lyrics and Chevy Chase quotes. You can always count on us. <laughs> yeah, Coach, it's, it's amazing how this uh, coronavirus thing has just trickled down to every part of our lives, especially every part of our lives that is enjoyable. As you know, I'm a huge college basketball fan. I know. And oh. The pain. Big big year this year for my alma mater, Especially Hofstra. Hofstra won, was, won, their, won their colonial they were going. athletic association. They were going. We follow Seton Hall, too. Uh, Miles Powell, I know, came back because he wanted yep. to lead the Pirates to an NCAA tournament run. Rutgers. Yes, Rutgers, Rutgers hasn't been good at know, men's anything, basketball. At anything. It's <laughs> like early 1990s. <laughs> good at anything. And now they're not going to be able to go. Yeah. So um, I'm, I'm heartbroken for these kids because this is, this is a dream. That for these kids, these guys been, some of these are seniors yeah. who won't get, they're done. So I have an alternative for the NCAA tournament. Tell me about it's it. It's imperfect, but just hear me out. So it looks like the NCAA is committed to not having any kind of NCAA yeah. tournament, uh, you know, March Madness yes. at all through the academic calendar. Well, they've, they've also canceled all spring, spring sports. sports too. Which There's I no feel... women's college world series. There's no baseball yeah. college world series. No, no lacrosse, no track, which is... For us, we love college, you know, college softball. Yeah, we, sure. We're big fans of the UCLA Bruins, and my girls are like, what are we gonna do? Just, uh, it's just not gonna happen. So, what's your idea well, with the uh, March Madness? Is um, it's it's just so popular, and we we know that there are so many people who rely on those events yep. for their livelihood. Tons of them. So here's what I'm thinking: the beginning of next season, the next college basketball season is the 2020-2021 season. You're talking next January of 2020. No, you're talking November. November of 2020. So usually they have these preseason NITs where yes. multiple schools... They go to Bahamas, whatever, and they play. Yeah, but they also have like one in New York or where everyone's playing on campus and ultimately it culminates yeah. in a place like Madison Square yeah. Garden in the city. How about you have uh, a tournament called the NCAA Tournament, which assumes certain winners and at-large bids as well as 
all of the conference tournament winners that you know, like right. a Hofstra. Okay. And you have them play in a 68-team tournament to open the season. Now, here's where it's imperfect. You have kids that are graduating this year who will not be able to participate in that tournament. But you're still having a tournament, an NCAA tournament, in theory. You have the multiple sites. Yeah. And perhaps the, the, the kids who have graduated in May and June of 2020, they get some sort of token for their contribution for their school being involved in an NCAA tournament. You know what I love about you, Adam D? You're an idea man. You're constantly thinking of an idea man because you're, you're coming through, you're thinking about opportunities to help kids and help people. And that's what makes you so special. Now, I should be thinking about, do we have enough toilet paper in the house? But these are the kinds no, of... No, these are things that you're thinking about because you are the dad that this time of year loves sports. You've got... You got uh, basketball coming to an end. You got March Madness. For me, you got baseball. Starting. I got I got opening day tickets to the Mets. I was going to take my daughter and have know, a have a dad girl. March moment. March is not madness about college basketball. It is an inclusive of so many other sports. And now you're sitting back on well, now what? I mean, how many how many TV shows can you binge? And you know, we do have some email. I want to get to some emails. Okay, we got yeah, some, we got. But uh, I love the idea. Um, I I don't see why they cannot just postpone it and just say we'll play it in May. Play in May. A lot of coaches are saying that. Uh, pick your teams now. You know, whatever and it is. Play it in May. Play something in May. Um, we, we've got to, we've got to put things on hold. Mm-hmm. Coach, why don't we get to emails? Yes. And then we'll talk a little bit about what we're going to do. Um, you know, in in lieu of uh, a guest, because yeah. I did a little bit of dad on the street. Yes. Kind of stuff. Talk to an old guest. Yes. Talk to some people in my neighborhood. In yes. my neighborhood about about what they're doing to stem all the hysteria and, and how they're going to adjust their schedule because they do have kids who are on an alternative learning scenario in uh, in our local elementary school. So so we do have emails this week? We do have, um, and I think it's very apropos. They just came in recently. Oh, cool. Uh, you know, of course, Friday was March 13th. Friday the 13th. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and today is uh, Everyone Sunday. thinks that we're wearing hockey masks, but they're yes, just surgical masks. Right? Yeah. Uh, and today is Sunday, March 15th, the Ides of March. Mm. So the timing is all very interesting. So this one says, uh, this one's from Bill. All right, Bill. Bill, thanks for listening to us. Uh, hey, Coach Randy, Adam D. Love the podcast. You guys crack me up. Thanks, Bill. We appreciate that. Listen, I just found out I'm working remote because of this damn virus thing. Any thoughts or ideas how I can make the next make it <laughs> any idea I can make it through the next couple of weeks being locked up with my teenage kids? <laughs> they think it's a social media vacation. It's gonna drive me effing crazy. Counting on you for some help. You wanna take a stab at that? Yeah, and we're gonna hear an interview with Matt and Lauren Weinshank about what they're gonna be doing because yeah. they're gonna be I mean how true well, is this? Gonna be working from home for the foreseeable future. Well I think that is the question, that's probably the top the top of the top 10 what questions. What are you going to do? That, yeah. So here's the thing. I, I know work has to get done. Yeah. And you got to let kids get on their mobile devices and interact with their friends because if you're not having play dates, if you're not having a lot of friends come over, yeah. this is the way they're going to socially interact. Yes. But I don't know if the, where that email came from, what part Bill. of the country. Bill. Does he say what... Does uh, it say what part right. of the country? So let's assume he's in the Northeast. All right. All right. And let's say he's, assume he's not in Westchester County where, where the National Guard <laughs> is coming in and closing He's not in Rochelle. Yeah. But the weather has been fairly mild. Yes. It's been like in the mid-50s. I think we're even going to be kissing 60 at some point this week. Yeah, don't. He's not kissing me. That's just... We're kissing 60. Coach Randy is doing sound effects. So get out there and ride bikes 
throw the football around, feed the ducks, but get some fresh air. So what one thing that's that's what I've, we've decided to do here at the Nathan household is we're going to keep a routine. Yeah. Now I feel badly for Michaela because our township decided to move spring break mm-hmm. ahead a few weeks. Yes. So she's going to spend her spring break here, and I don't blame her for being upset. Mm-hmm. I think it's a smart call. Yeah. I think it really is. It makes a lot of sense. Well, it gets the schools more prepared. Yeah. But it stinks for, the for a te- thing. But it stinks for a teacher because right. now you have to use your spring break to. Be True. prepared. But where were you going anyway? Well, that's the whole point. So, <laughs> so that's the whole thing. Is now I work from home. Yeah. I, and I have done a lot of my work from home. This is my sinking. This is my. This is my haven. Mm-hmm. Right now, I've got foreigners in my space, interfering with my work environment. Now, of course, I'm not speaking at all. <laughs> right. All my all my speaking engagements done, canceled, mm-hmm. and that's money that cannot be recouped. But I'm you know as my college professor. I'll be, I'll be teaching those classes online. Mm-hmm. But now it is throwing off my routine because now, every and of course, everybody has to use the wireless at the same time and Jess has to do her stuff. And I'm, I'm thinking about these dads who their best part of their day was going to work because <laughs> they can get away. Because that's their haven. Exactly. That's their sanctuary. Because they can get away for eight, nine hours mm-hmm. from whatever spousal issues or family issues and they could go and use their life and use mm-hmm. the excuse of, I have to go to work. Yeah. And now people are like, they're not allowed to come well, to then work. If, then if you're looking for more <laughs> advice beyond just getting outside, yeah. okay, if, if work has to be done, it, it sounds like you're micromanaging the situation, but come up with a schedule. Absolutely. We're talking about a routine, a routine. that you do on a regular basis. Yeah, but, but put it on your whiteboard exactly. in your kitchen if you have yes. one of those or just write it out and say, okay, the stuff we're going to do together is yes. going to happen between the hours of like 11.30 and 1. Just like a shopping center. Yep. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, you know, the, the, the work time will happen intermittently. Yeah. Let's check on each other every hour. Yeah. I mean, for us, we've Let's just... Let's have lunch yeah. together. Let's we're have snacks get up. together. Yeah. During the during the weekday, regular get up, regular time. Mm-hmm. We're going to get up. We're going to have breakfast. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we're going to go through our routines. We're going to take Winnie for a walk and do some exercise. Uh, then, of course, they're on classes. They do their classes. They still have to make their bed. We have daily responsibilities. And know what? I have projects. I'm using house this project. House project. You know that utility yeah. room I have over here? Yeah. Right? In the, in the back, we're going to come together as a family and use it to we'll do that together. Do that together. Yeah. And, uh, I was talking to people and I go, as frustrated as it, I'm going to use it as a time to re engage the family and the girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can only imagine how frustrating it's going to be for them. Uh, they don't, I do think they understand that they're fearful of. Of COVID nineteen, uh, because of everything else, they don't want it. But simultaneously, we've decided to take the approach of we're going to have fun, and we we have a backup plan. Mm-hmm. You know what our backup plan is? Assuming gas stations are open. Yeah, I would say <laughs> fill up, folks. Yes. Now, so fill up. Assuming gas stations are open, and we're just done, we're leaving Winnie with you, and we're driving down south <laughs> to go visit okay. my dad. Uh- <laughs> You know that, that, of that course. that's always a done deal. Of course, of we'll never course. say no to Winnie. Of course, this is Winnie. This is the dog, by exactly. the way. In case we've never mentioned Winnie yes. on the podcast. <laughs> so I told my dad we're coming down to Florida. Uh, no, we're going to see if we can bring Winnie with us. But that's our backup plan because I'd rather be in Florida for you know a week or so, down in the sun. Yeah. Um, and but it, it is true about having some kind of routine and taking advantage of playing games. We've told the kids you're going to read a book. Uh, we're going to limit screen time. Okay. Uh, of course, in our basement, um, if we have the, the TV, we're going to do exercise and gym class. Right. It's going to be, you know, I'm, I I could be a Mr. Woodcock 
the the gym teacher. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. I can I can make them do push ups and make them feel bad about themselves, just like in just like yeah, I think school. you'd be very good at that. Yes. Yeah, and also give your kids some jobs. So yes. Of course, the dog walking. Uh, my son Aiden is the knob wiper. Yes. We've been on the sanitary wipes. Wait, wait, wait. He's been wiping all the knobs. <laughs> the knobs that you use yes, to open yes. doors. Well, he is a teenage boy, yeah. so it's a good lesson to learn how to... Knob, knob wiping. <laughs> knob, okay. Are there other emails, Coach? Yes, we've got all one right. more. This one is from Bobby D. Bobby D. He's got Bill and Bobby D. Bill and Bobby so D. So no Nibs. Nibs is not... That was his no. name. Nibs? Remember Nibs yes, from last Nibs. week? Okay. Nibs, Nibs, if you're listening, so funny. keep listening. We'd love another email from you. But this so, is Bobby D. So who was I don't remember if it was my dad or someone's like... Nibs? I'm like, yeah. His name is Nibs. Nibs. At least that's what he goes by. Nibs. <laughs> so Nibs out there, shout out for this Man, one. Yeah, we love you, Nibs. Uh, all right. Uh, here's this one. Uh, this goes back to something we by were talking about. By the way, if you're right? looking for something else to do, listen to our podcast. Well, of course. You know, we, we've we got plenty got of them like now. like 45 episodes now. Uh, and, I, and listen, we're, we're, we're hitting 700 downloads a week. I'd high five you, but we just can't do no, that No, no. We're going to just, we're going to toe punch. Okay. There you go. Yeah, that was a little too close, but all right. Oh, all right. Uh, here it is. Uh, Coach Randy, Adam D. I'm a relatively reasonable guy, but need some advice. What thoughts do you have when we, or I, what, what thoughts do you have when we run out of toilet paper? It's nowhere to be found. I was a Boy Scout growing up, but frankly, mm-hmm. did not want to go outside looking for, for leaves. Please mm-hmm. help. Yeah. What are you going to do? Well, I feel like this, this nowadays... Is the valuable qu- Our listeners... Come on, great yeah. questions, right? Yeah, in, and they knew that we were going to be talking about. I mean, this. they just knew. I mean, so what do we what do we tell them? these these dads are for real? What if you happen to run out of toilet paper? I really feel like all paper products now are part of the same family. You cannot segment them anymore. So all same things. So, so if you have paper towels, yes. if you have toilet paper, and you have napkins, yes, all the same. Now it's it's all, it's like telling your staff, I need it all hands on deck. Yes, I need everybody. Uh-huh. To take on new roles uh-huh. in order to keep this thing alive. So you go. So you tell your napkins. Yes. You may have to double up his toilet double, paper. Double, and double, once you double up, you're done. You double I know up. there's some issues about not putting those kinds of products in the toilet. But if there's a paper toilet shortage, then you know what are you going to do? No, I. It, it, it is funny that you mention that because uh, uh, I struggle here because there literally is no toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I mean, you can go old school and just use your hand, and of course, wipe. No, that's that's, that's kind of gross. Uh, but there was a newspaper in Australia. Did you hear this story? And they're using the newspaper? To... Here's, here's okay. the story. <laughs> Genius, right? Mm-hmm. So the newspaper put in eight extra pages of blank pages. So in case you needed some toilet paper, you could use toilet paper given From to the you. From the newspaper. Wow. What a marketing campaign. That's incredible. Uh, I, I'm sure that's a referendum on what people think about that newspaper, too. <laughs> you could use I our use paper. newspaper to wipe my <laughs> We are bad to the dad. But before we break, um, again, what do we do in lieu of a guest? We are going to have some interviews, some kind of dad on the street or dad in your neighborhood interviews. And that's coming up on Bad to the Dad. We are Bad to the Dad. You can download us wherever you find podcasts, and you can find us on social media. Of course, Instagram is at Bad to the Dad. Our website is badtothedad.com, where you can see pictures, as well as information about upcoming guests or past guests. And as you heard in the last segment, we do have an email address where people do email us questions of concern, very relevant topics of the day. 
If you want to email us, that's contactus at badtothedad.com. Randy, one more time for our listeners. Contact us at badtothedad.com. Thank you, Bobby D. and Bill, and of course, Nibs from last Nibs week. Nibs from last week. Nibs will, will always, be, always be a memorable email sender, so that's great. So just, uh, just so everybody understands, we're supposed to have a guest, uh, Drew Weissholz, who we are going to have back on again. He is uh, the parenting blogger on the Today Show, and he's a, a really funny guy. He's also a stand-up comic. If you want to go to his Facebook page, he's got some hilarious material. He has this, this one shtick about, I'm so glad that every store I've ever signed up for is giving me updates on their yes. COVID-19, COVID-19 procedures. Yes. So he said, you know, I, I'm so glad that Old Navy <laughs> sent me information about how they're cleaning the store because khakis yes. are extremely important right now. Yeah, i got to have my khakis, yeah. and if I go into that store, I want to know how absolutely. clean that store is. So he, he, he will tell it better when he's here, but... He was supposed to be here. And the COVID concerns aside, you know, again, this is trickled down. Yes. So he's got kids. They have activities. Yeah. Now they have no activities. So he's he's got to be around in the morning for them. So, uh, Drew, we completely understand. We'll get you back on. We're just excited because he's a great dad. He's a bad to the dad. He's bad today. He's a lot he's of fun. Comedian. He's fun. He's, he does really neat things. And uh, we like to provide great guests to our, uh, our listeners. So I thought I'd just drive around the neighborhood and see how... Dads who've been on the podcast, dads who have not been on the podcast, are dealing with this situation. And yesterday I saw my good friend Matt Weinshank yes. involved in a street touch football game with his kids and, and with some other parents. And he's, he's got kids that are younger than mine. And I'm like, wow, I haven't seen this kind of thing in in like a, a decade time, or two. Yeah. You know, since, 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 grew up. since I was a, a, yeah. a younger dad. Not that I'm, you know, an yeah. armadillo now, but you know what I'm saying. So, no, no, you're, you're pretty close to being an armadillo. Armadillo? Yeah, I thought it's... it was a rhinosaurus, oh. but okay. Whatever you want to buy. So I uh, I called him up. I said, let's talk. I I get up there and, uh, you know, we're ready to record the interview. And then his lovely wife, Lauren, comes out and goes, you're interviewing him? He doesn't have it that bad. I have to go into work. I'm a social worker <laughs> at a hospital. You should oh, be interviewing yeah. me. Yes. So, and, and of course, I, I sympathize and empathize yes. being in the healthcare world myself. That's doing direct to patients yes. kind of healthcare. So, I decided to interview them both because they have an interesting dynamic. All right. He is in financial services, Matt. All right. And his office told him, stay Goodbye. at home until further notice. We'll have some conference calls to take care of your kids, yeah. which is nice. And then Lauren still has to go to work. She's got to go. She's a social worker. And she's a social worker. So, kind of a role reversal, different dynamic. Yeah. And... It, it really puts into perspective how families are preparing, yep. right, for the mania and the cabin fever Absolutely. and just the balance that needs to happen when you're involved with a pandemic. That's very and nice. And it hits on the local level. Yep. So, and then uh, I interviewed our good friend Steve Jacobs. Steve Jacobs. Who we know Miata is the Mazda Miata guy. The Miata guy. Yeah, and the refurbishing Not Mr. Miyagi, yeah. but the Miata guy. So he's, he's providing some information yeah. about... What's happening with his kids who are older, yeah. one a freshman in high school, one a freshman at the University of Maryland. Oh, they coming home? Uh, came home, but then uh, stuff was gathered, and well, you'll, you'll, you'll hear in the interview. Right. But uh, here's my interview with Matt and Lauren Weinshank. This is Adam D., Bad to the Dead podcast, and we're talking with good friends and my neighbors, Matt and Lauren Weinshank, and they have given me dispensation on the six-foot social distancing rule. <laughs> just so we can make this podcast interview happen. 
So, Matt and Lauren, thanks for spending a little time on your Sunday morning. You really didn't have anything planned anyway, so... No, and I, uh, just keep in mind, we are outside, not inside our house. Yes, That okay. should be noted. So, anything that, that's transmitted between us is just festering into the ether. It's going out there. It's not staying within your house. Correct. So, uh, so first of all, uh, I was walking the dog yesterday and saw something I probably hadn't seen since my school days, and that was a neighborhood football game between dads and their kids so how did that how did that get organized because i thought that was really cool that's a great alternative for staying inside all day especially when activities are canceled right so one of the other uh, dads in our neighborhood actually organized it and uh i you know the way i look at it it it, it was a great time killer uh we probably played for at least two hours and as long as we're not licking each other or bleeding over each other then i think it's fine and uh it was great. I mean, it was great to be outside. We certainly took advantage of the of the weather, which is abnormally and unseasonably warm here. So uh, I think that was important. Uh, and yeah, we all had fun and we all, it was just an excuse to, to get off the screens for, for a little while. And no saliva or blood was exchanged. You can confirm that? Not that I'm aware of. I, I'm, yeah, I'm a little reluctant to confirm that. I didn't see, there was, there was no blood that I'm aware of though. Because remember, you were playing on concrete too. Yeah. You were playing at the dead end. Of, uh, of our development. There was a pair of ripped jeans. That was, uh-huh. I think that was the extent of the damage that I'm, that I'm aware of. To be expected. To be expected. <laughs> so the dynamic in your house is kind of interesting because, Matt, you work in financial services. Your employer told you, stay home, work from home. Your wife, Lauren, who we have here, is a social worker in a hospital system. So she has to go into work because medical centers, anything healthcare related, uh, you know, other than maybe a, a pharma company, a medical device company, medical products, they are still open. Um, as I understand it, our school system has accelerated. They've moved up spring break. So you're going to be home. I'm looking at Matt. And Lauren, you're going to be going to work. So how is this going to work out? Well, this should be very interesting because in the history of our marriage and childhood you know I worked part-time or less hours and Matt went to work and when he came home homework was done dinner was made everything was taken care of with the kids this is going to be a complete role reversal because I will be at work Um, Matt will be preparing two to three meals a day as well as supervising the kids with their homework Matt is just realizing this now it's not like this was discussed before I came over to do this interview Probably two hours. <laughs> probably two meals a day. <laughs> and, and it'll involve Cheez-Its and other, yeah, other like, not, not like real natural food products. Yeah, I'm thinking an 11 o'clock brunch <laughs> followed by a 5 to 6 o'clock dinner, in which case uh, Lauren will be home by then. So maybe it's a one and a half uh, meal I'll let you guys debate that after this conversation. Yeah, so it it should be very interesting. Um, Again, you know, thank you to all the healthcare workers out there because we will be at work until until we're told not to be at work, which should be very interesting during all of this. Um, Just to make people feel a bit better, though, the hospitals are being very, very proactive. You cannot walk in the hospital without basically getting your temperature taken and taking a uh, questionnaire. Barnabas has stopped all visitation for all inpatient units. So sadly, if you have a loved one in the hospital, you will not be able to visit. And at least on our floor, when you get off the elevator, if you're a patient, you have your temperature taken, you're screened for a cough, and any temperature over 103, you're Mm. immediately sent to the emergency room. So are you concerned at all about going into work? 
Yeah, I am. Uh-huh. Um, I'm also, I mean, after being in the grocery store this morning, I think work might be safer, to be very honest <laughs> with you, um, because at least I know the people walking in and out of there are somewhat screened and smart. But yeah, I mean, you're in the hospital. Um, thankfully, as silly as it sounds, we do have a separate entrance. Mm-hmm. So we're actually not walking in anywhere that, um, you know, patients can walk in. Mm-hmm. So, Matt, have you have you thought through what your week is going to look like? You are, quote-unquote, working from home, but you are also the primary child care giver for the week and maybe for the foreseeable future, you know, depending on how long our spring break goes in our town. I mean, who knows? We, we, we could be at this through the middle of April. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I've definitely given some thought, and I've started to look at my calendar for the upcoming week. Uh, you know, as a consequence of, of this situation, I, I think my meeting and call calendar has somewhat lightened up, but uh, there definitely are video conference meetings I need to be on starting tomorrow morning. So, yes, I don't want any distractions or, or noise in the background, but I think it's fine given I have a basement with an Xbox that my, that, our, that our 11-year-old will, uh, will probably be um, consumed with. And then, you know, my daughter is another story, but uh, we have a seven-year-old daughter, so yes, we'll need to keep her busy also. And uh, I think working around my calendar uh, in order just to take them outside for a quick bike ride or, or even a walk around our neighborhood is, is paramount because, you know, I think physical activity is important. You know, having access to fresh air is important. So uh, I'll, yeah, I'll need to take another look at my calendar to see when I can fit those, those you know, outside events in. But uh, yeah, it'll be, it'll definitely be a challenge because I will be, uh, I'll be required to be at work. I'm in a client-facing role, and uh, you know my clients need me, and uh, our our company needs needs us uh, to you know to be logged on and to be available. Well, that was going to be my next question: is what are you going to do to keep yourself busy? How are you going to balance the work and and the fun with the kids? And like you said, it's fortunate that we're experiencing close to sixty degree weather in the middle of March. Hopefully that holds off without a lot of rain. And it's not like you're going to the movies. You're certainly not going to places like Funplex and Chuck E. Cheese and and those places because those are essentially cartoon-filled Petri dishes. So, right. so that's not going to happen. Now, Matt, you're, like you said, you're in a client-facing role in financial services. And I don't have to imagine that your accessibility for things like contingency plans when the market is tanking, going through its ups and downs, and more downs recently because of the coronavirus would be extremely important. Yeah, and that was really our, our first uh, outreach, uh, which really started to uh, late, uh, I guess, Friday two weeks ago, but into next week, really just uh, explaining what our business continuity procedures are uh, and how we address uh, pandemic situations like this. So there's a lot of actual, there's a lot of effort and resources put into these type of situations, uh, but more importantly, understanding what our clients uh, business continuity procedures are and how they're staffed, uh, how they're approaching the the market, where their staff is located. Uh, so it's it's really just you know ensuring our clients that we remain fully functional and we're you know we're open for business, uh, and that's really the most important thing. And I expect that to continue this week in terms of um, continuing to understand how our clients are impacted, uh, where they're located, uh, to what extent they are trading and they are uh, clearing trades. But uh, also just to make sure they understand how our uh, business continuity is evolving, if, if at all. But we have, uh, you know, really good procedures in place. So I, I have no concerns there. But uh, that's really, that's been a lot of the focus. And there's this tracking behind that. Uh, so we're logging into our underlying CRM system uh, what our clients' uh, plans are. All right. Good luck with that. Lauren, question for you. 
your kids have a good sense of what's happening here and how have they been reacting to all this? Well, being that their mother is completely calm 100% of the time, never gets anxious. Ooh, smelling sarcasm <laughs> yeah. here. Um, you know, I, I think they, they've caught on to the anxiety and, you know, I, I think it's important that they understand that things will be okay, but things are going to have to change for a little bit and things are going to be weird to them for a little bit. And I think too... <laughs> and and Al- Alex is here with her own sound bite. What do you think of the coronavirus, Alex? And she's, she's drawn some abstract art that she wants to see. Maybe we'll post it on social media. <laughs> um, but, you know, I Clearly, think, she's handling it yeah, well. I think, you know, to them right now, it's fun. It's no school for a week or mm-hmm. two. But I think that it will get old as well. Kids mm-hmm. thrive on routine. Mm-hmm. Kids, although they don't think they need it, they need it. And I can imagine you'll see children's anxiety raise if this continues and there's no school and there's no after school activities and the dreaded C-A-M-P word has been brought up and we've gotten emails from camp already. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's when their anxiety will peak because they are like, wait, what do you mean we're not going on vacation? What do you mean I'm not doing soccer? What? You know, that's where I think you'll see the reality in the kids. All right. So Matt and Lauren Weinshank, I'm sure you guys are experiencing what a lot of parents, suburban parents are experiencing. I really appreciate the time. Thanks for being on Bad to the Dad and, and best of luck to both of you. Thanks very much. And if you have any uh, free time during the week, uh, feel free to, to reach out. We'll yeah. Maybe plans. a play date or something? <laughs> yeah, I can use one. <laughs> All right, thanks. So I want to thank Matt and Lauren Weinshank for their time. If anything, I was probably a good reprieve for them this morning while they're trying to keep You're always a good the house, the house in order. Yeah, yeah. we did it on, on the back deck. I, I, did, I did not go into their home. Yes. I, it's not that I wasn't invited. It's just we felt it was uh, better to do it out, communing with nature in, in the fresh air, and it was, it was fun. But... Look, a lot of families are going through this, and I appreciate their perspective and maybe sharing some advice that other listeners can use, especially if the wife has to go to work and yeah. the dad has to be at home. Well, so, as always, you're um, always on the ball, Adam T. Always on the ball. Just trying to think. Just trying to you know, fill, fill the gaps with, with good good content. That's what makes you such the entertainer. Mm-hmm. And, and then, of course, we have Steve Jacobs, who is a, a season one guest, and we're going to hear from him. Now, his wife is an educator who, of course, is preparing for online learning for the, the children that she serves. And then now he's an IT guy. Yeah. So his services are actually in demand for his customers because, because those customers need help. want to get online, yeah. they want to keep the engines going, and they yeah. do that with technology. So here's my interview with Steve. Adam D. here with Steve Jacobs on Bad to the Dad. And if you recall, Steve Jacobs was our guest during season one, and his shtick was... Fixing up Miatas and doing Miata road rallies, as well as collecting and refurbishing old computer systems and video game systems. So, Steve, I think this is a good week to be working on Miatas and collecting and refurbishing old computer and video game systems. Absolutely. Uh, have you been doing that? I mean, are you, are you, I know you're working, but are you not going into the office? What's, what's your story? Um, well, our office is still open, but... And you're an IT guy. Right. I'm an IT guy. And we've been doing a lot of work, a lot of, uh, I don't want to say rush jobs, but most of our clients have been going to remote work and non-IT people aren't so comfortable with that. So we've been doing a lot of work over the last couple of weeks, helping prepare our clients for work at home, beefing up their terminal servers, allowing, uh, you know, helping people learn how to use VPNs, that sort of thing. So I would imagine that would 
make you guys pretty busy. I mean, you would be uh, in demand, if you'll pardon the phrase. Yeah, we've been very busy. Um, we are preparing to, at the drop of a hat, work from home once the word is given. The word hasn't been given yet. I'm spending this afternoon, it's gorgeous outside, and I'm spending today in my house cleaning my office up inside that for a couple of years has just been the household dumping ground. Mm -hmm. And I'm making space in there and setting it up again so that I can work from home. Now, your uh, wife, Jessica, is a teacher. So <laughs> from, from what I know from all the emails and Instagram posts and texts I've been getting, most educational institutions are either going into a break right now, like an uh, accelerated spring break, or they are preparing for a virtual situation. What's Jessica's situation? So Jessica, she works in not West Orange, but a town near here. They were recently told they are off for, I think, the next three weeks. And she just went to training this morning for Sunday school to uh, learn how to do remote learning, you know, online teaching, that sort of thing. And I think on Monday she has another thing for her weekly, you know, weekday job to learn the same thing so that they can do online teaching. I have to imagine, you know, one week sounds pretty cool. I think once you get to week two or two and a half, then you got to start worrying about focus and kids being attentive and parents being attentive to their kids. So they're attentive. Yeah. I mean, I personally find that when we have, you know, online meetings or webinars at work, that's, it's hard to stay focused. You know, it's boring. You want to check your email. You want to look at your watch, get up and go get some coffee. It's hard to stay focused when you're, um, you know, doing online presentations, I think. So you've got the two kids. You've got Nate. He's a freshman at Maryland. Of course, you have Marin, a freshman at the local high school here in West Orange. What's the situation at Maryland? Are they like most schools who have closed or gone to virtual themselves? Yes, Maryland. Um, my son, Nate, came home on Friday night, and they've got spring break, which I think was moved up, but he's home for the following week, and then Rather than going back the next week, they extended spring break through, at a minimum, I think the middle or the end of April. So he doesn't even know if he's going back this semester. He may just go back to collect his things from his dorm, and that may be the end of the semester. And that's not his choice. That's the school's right. choice. Right. Yeah. And they'll, I, I assume they're going to come up with some way of online teaching and learning, but I don't know details on that yet. And then Marin, how much uh, Snapchatting and FaceTiming do you think she'll be doing this week? A lot. She More was, than your bandwidth allows? That's right. She was off on Friday, and this morning, she or yesterday, she was already complaining that she's bored. So we'll see how this plays out. All right. Well, I told my daughter, Perry, to connect with Marin, but I know how that's going to work out. It's going to be let's hang out online. Right. Yeah. So, all right. Well, listen, uh, I hope you keep yourself busy. I mean, other than that, you, you guys are pr staying pretty sane? Yeah. Um... I uh, actually, I, like I said, I'm cleaning my office out and I've got a project for the Miata that's been stalled and I uh, went online this morning and had a discussion on a Facebook group with some other people to get some ideas for how to you know, resurrect it. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to wire in a remote garage door button hardwired into the car and uh, so I have some ideas on that. I'll probably pursue that. All right, sounds complicated. So. Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> no, it's not really complicated. No. Um, and... Three years ago, I, you know, cleaned up and improved the operation of the power window on the passenger side and never had the courage to try it on the driver's side. And maybe now I'll take the driver's side apart and work on that as well. So, you know, now that we have more time. All right. Good luck. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. Absolutely. It was fun.
We are Bad to the Dad, the podcast that celebrates suburban dad life and, and really any healthy life. At, at <laughs> now it's all about healthy life. Yeah, I know. Uh, and it goes beyond toilet paper, too. It's, you know, again, wash those hands, sanitize those hands with the, uh, the hand sanitizer if you can find it. Uh, you can also make your own, apparently. I don't know how effective yeah, it is. Yeah, I don't know. You can uh, and practice social distancing. Yep. Uh, again, a new uh, sociological term that everybody's learning. And mm-hmm. frankly, as a sociology professor, there's no better way to teach elements of sociology well, than tell you, the, what we're learning the, is the interconnectedness of how we're all interconnected. Yeah, the theses, the, the theses the the that yeah, will be the thesis. developed in the future yes. about how this pandemic has affected every nook and cranny yeah. of life from the sports to the music. You know, I ran into Roger Apollon at CVS that's Yesterday, right. You, you mentioned Roger, a great friend, Roger. Picking up some some odds and ends. Yeah. He was looking for milk. There was no milk. He's yeah. texting his wife frantically, and I said, "How you doing?" He said, uh, Four Cities Brewery is doing great. People are coming in. Yeah, but having drinks." But he said, look, I'm a musician, too. He's also too. a musician, a ska band. And he said there's festivals going on that are being canceled, and a lot of musicians, they, That's money. they rely on these That's festivals for, yes. for their livelihood, and yes. now they're not going to be able money. to make money. Yeah. So maybe some charity event will, will happen through yeah. one of these institutions. Yeah. Uh, you know, I feel feel bad for folks like those because they're so passionate about music. That's their career decision. And these are individuals that won't be on the radar who are going to be, you know, missing out, you know, two weeks and, you know, whatever kind of payment. This is not Beyonce and Barbara leave. Streisand. This is not sick leave for people yeah. who get sick leave. These are individuals. Listen, mm-hmm. I'm in a similar situation because of my speaking engagements. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've told you I have been decimated my entire schedule. This was mm-hmm. this was going to be the best march of my in the history of my marches, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I've had some pretty big march. Uh, and um, gone, wiped out. Now, I'm mm-hmm. hopeful that many of these uh, workshops will pick back up in April, but if towns and schools decide to cancel spring sports, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is very possible, then I'm completely out. So that's yeah. a little bit frightening. And uh, we're now hearing, uh, you got to check your wherever you go, your places of worship. Um, and I'm certain we'll get a phone call at some point that so-and-so that we know, someone we have in our area has just been uh, positively ID'd as having COVID nineteen. Yeah, tested or was somewhere where there was some exposure. And you were you were near them and you were talking and you'll get that feeling like OMG or better yeah. OMFG. Yeah. Um, and then of course the things that go through your mind is this element of uh, of just what life is about and your kids because now you've potentially exposed your kids mm-hmm. and that's what makes this thing such a a huge thing. And I know many people think we're overreacting, uh, but as listening to Dr. Fauci. Mm-hmm. He's become the face yep. of the mm-hmm. uh, uh, of the news, which thank goodness he's the one talking because he sounds like he's he definitely knows what he's talking about. People will say we're overreacting and no one's going to get sick, and that's exactly why we've done this. So you want to complain about being overreacting? Great, because the alternative is that whatever it could be in terms of the Spanish mm-hmm. flu. So uh, great interviews with uh, with her guests. I don't know how you do it. Always thinking. Um, just get in my car and say you're around, and they say, yeah, sometimes the uh, the most intriguing are the easiest, Yes, and that's okay. And I think that they, uh, they again, they provide kind of a, um, a, a microcosm, a sliver of what everyone's going through yep. with just a couple of five, ten-minute interviews. Hey, so. And uh, we deliver. Oh, Bad yeah. to the Dad delivers. Yeah. We uh, presumably, if the whole world doesn't go asunder, we'll be back with another episode well, next week. The world's not going under. You know, if anything, uh, we'll be home. Yeah. We have plenty of time to, <laughs> to think about and plan. And if you're at home, send us an email at 
Contact us at badtothedad.com. Contact us at badtothedad.com. Doesn't matter how many we get. We'll read them all. We'll read them all. Absolutely. (laughs) Especially if our guests start canceling on us, we'll read them all. Yes. Great. Well, we are Bad to the Dad. Dads, your families, stay healthy out there and have a great week. 